Welcome to another episode 31 of the Coal Region Campfire. We have a great episode in store today. Um, if you're a possible fan of any degree, you're going to love this episode. I actually just was listening back to it and just hearing his voice uh, on the podcast gets me excited. Um, if you played football, you definitely, definitely need to listen to this uh, just because it's just like a rocket ship back to time. Uh, in high school, a little Friday Night Lights action. Um, Mr. Keener is our guest this week. Uh, not only is he the voice of the tide, uh, but he's also heavily involved in the community with his church, um, girls softball, girls basketball. actually didn't know this before I interviewed him, but he actually started, um, uh, co-started the uh, Girls Basketball League in Pottsville. And this guy does it for all the right reasons, um, just loves, you know, Pottsville and, and, and giving back. And we are very fortunate to have someone like him in our community. Um, but before we get to Mr. Keener, we are going to bring you a little sponsor action uh, from our sponsor, Darren J. March. He is a certified financial planner with Raymond James. Darren is a Pottsville native and has been advising clients for more than 17 years in Northeastern PA. He specializes in retirement planning and offers an independent, unbiased approach to investing. Raymond James does not offer its own investment products. This allows Darren to be able to structure a plan to fit your needs, not the needs of the firm. So if you have a 401k or retirement plan from a former job, or if your advisor just doesn't keep in touch, give him a call for free, no obligation review, 570-640-8010. Darren.March at RaymondJames.com. Raymond James Financial Services member FINRA SIPIC Investment Advisory Services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. And now on to Mr. Keener. Well, we are live here at Pottsville uh, Veterans Stadium. You said this was the 30 years you've been doing this now? Uh, I think it's 34. Okay. It'll, this this year will be 34. And when we were walking in, you said you saw something you never saw before? The sign dedicating the stadium on, on, on the side of the press box. I usually just come up and walk in, and I never noticed the sign before. Now, how about that? You, you learn something new, uh, they say, every day. So uh, today definitely holds true. Now, what do you feel when you're here? I mean, we're, we're in the press box. Do, do you get a certain uh, excitement or feeling before a game? Definitely, especially when the team's going well, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we've had we've had some uh, pretty good seasons the last couple of years after uh, a bit of a drought, um, and of course the the, the great years of the uh, mid two thousands uh, that was really exciting. I have to tell you, the most excited I've ever been was when we beat Berwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what Coach year McGoey. it was, but yeah, it was nineteen. 19- 99 football season um, yeah it was okay. a year after i left um yeah it was an amazing uh feeling in the press box and uh i kind of lost it as i was announcing it um, yeah i remember I, I think i was sitting right there and then you know if you're looking out in the field here you see tommy going down the sideline yeah now is that is that a thing like do you do you try to keep a neutral composure i yeah i try i try to be fair to everybody uh but but i uh i get more excited uh, intentionally when, when uh, Pottsville does something good, mm-hmm. but I try to give credit to the other team when they do something well, too. One of your, uh, it, was, it was probably one of your sneaky greatest calls. I think we were playing, I wasn't on a team, but I was at a game, and I think we were playing 
Jim Thorpe, and the guy's name was John Rambo. And you said he had a tackle, and you said John Rambo draws first blood, <laughs> which which that was very sneaky, but very good, very good. I got a kick out of that one. <clears throat> now you went to Westchester, correct? And you yes. majored in organ studies, uh, right? And did you always have the idea to come back here and and, and teach and, and coach and you know? I kind of wanted to do that. Uh, the the coaching came later. Uh, I was not a good athlete at all. Uh, I was always a fan, but uh, I. Uh, I don't possess um, any athletic skills, really. Uh, but but uh, uh, Bill Moran actually uh, got me involved uh, with Little League, and uh, he and I also co-founded the Girls Basketball League. And uh, this was my 41st year of coaching. Oh, that. wow. Uh, so you started that basketball league? Yes. Oh, I never uh, knew that. Bill, Bill Moran and I started it when we had still had the individual elementary schools. And uh, we went uh, to Charlie Noradko, who gave us the, the old Patterson building to, to play our, have our practices and games huh. the first year. And then uh, we moved on into the high school. And when Jonas Clark was built, uh, we've been based in there ever since. Now, you said separate uh, elementary schools. Where, where, were, where were they? Uh, there were eight. When I started, and I, I was teaching music at those, too, I had to go back and forth from, uh, there was Yorkville, Jalapa, Mount Hope, uh, Nicholas Spittle, Center Street, uh, Jackson Street. Oh, and then it just combined into one at Jones Clark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I never knew that. That was in uh, 1982, I think, uh, that uh, they built the old Van Heusen building and, and converted into the elementary center. Now, if you had to pick a, a, a deeper love, would it be sports or music? They're different. Um, I I don't know if I could pick one. Mm -hmm. uh, I I love them both. I I uh, I love playing the organ in my church, uh, directing the choirs. Uh, I also love um, coaching young kids. Uh, I've had a very good experience mm -hmm. doing that. Um, and and I like the other things. I like the announcing here. I like uh, running the clock at Mart's Hall and, and yeah. that kind of thing. When you ran the clock at Mart's Hall, it, it was frustrating because you're so quick on that on that thing. So if someone hits a three and it just scores fifty two, I'm yeah, thinking it's going to go to fifty five. But you're you've already marked it. The front. One one time when I was much younger, I went to uh, Veterans Memorial or Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia, and I was amazed at how fast I got the balls and strikes up on the board. And I thought, I should do, I should start doing that. <laughs> and uh, it got, uh, it's 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 now at the point where if. I take one second to put the thing up. Somebody will let me hear about it. So, yeah. so I'm I'm under pressure all the time to get the I, score I remember, up real like fast. I said, I was in the stands watching the first time. Like, did did that did that move? And, and then I realized. And then as soon as the next time, as soon as someone hit a three, I looked up right away and I saw you you change it. So you were definitely quick on that. <clears throat> now, what? How did you get involved with, with like being a PA announcer? Uh, when. When I was a little boy, I I used to come to the games, and I thought, boy, I'd like to do that someday. And when I was hired here, uh, Larry Haberly was the athletic director, and I said, Larry, if that job ever comes open, I would like to do it. Um, and uh, I actually, uh, my first announcing for football was those uh, uh, Army-Navy lightweight games mm -hmm. that were here. Um, and... 
I guess it was, I think it was 1985, Charlie Wagner came to me. He was the AD at that time, and he said that he had heard that I was interested in doing it, and the fellow who was doing it had his uh, work changed and couldn't do it just for that night. And, and uh, I said, yeah, I'll be glad to do it. And one week later, he said, well, he's, he's permanently changed, so you have the job. So I've been doing it ever since. So th 31 years, you said, right? Um, I think it's, I think this will be the 34th. Okay. You have such a distinct voice. I mean, I, I think you're officially the voice of the tide. Is that? Well, I, well, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it, was there anyone that you kind of, you know, uh, imitated or not imitated, but someone that you looked to as Harry Callis. Harry Callis. Harry Callis is a role model for me. I've met him a couple times. What a wonderful person. What a great voice he had. What a great way he had. Um, I I really like uh, Scott Fransky, who who does the radio for the Phillies now. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah, I mean, I think the key, and I think you do such a great job of it, is you you let the game be the game. You know, you don't over over you know interject yourself into it, but you do just enough, you know, to to kind of move the game forward. And I know it's you know PA, but you know, do you still get excited when you see the, the Potts will score? I mean, I know. Yes. Yeah. He, I, I, I get I get charged up for every season. Now you also do railway too, right? Uh. I did while there was a railway park, but okay. uh, now that the two leagues have combined, I've stepped back from that. What um, <clears throat> did you ever have a hardest name to pronounce? Well, there are some. There are some from uh, from some of the other schools that that were were tricky. I I can't tell you one offhand. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of the schools uh, that come here. Uh, the, sometimes their first names are harder to pronounce right. than their last names uh, uh, because uh, people give them exotic kind of names. Right. Uh, last names, you can usually figure out. Uh, I, I'm pretty good with uh, knowing how certain languages are pronounced and, and that kind of thing. Although everybody, uh, like K-O-C-H, can pronounce Coke, Cuck, Cock, right. anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, uh, you, you, I, I usually go over if there's another coach um, in in the uh, in the room over there. Uh, I usually go over that with them mm -hmm. and uh, try to get all the names correct. Uh, I, I I just did a couple uh, playoff baseball games over here at the CACL and uh, uh, did the same thing. Had to go over all the names with them. Now you know I know we talked about that you know. It was you always kind of had the idea of coming back here. What does what does the coal region, you know, mean to you? What does Pottsville mean to you? Well, Pottsville means a lot. I I, I grew up in the Pottsville Area School District. Uh, I taught for 34 years in the district, and uh, since then, um, I I've done other things uh, to try to stay active with them. So it mean it it means a lot. It's uh, it's my roots. Um, Never strayed far from home except for my four years in Westchester, mm -hmm. and, and uh, um, I like it here. I got to tell you, I mean, just you know, and I know it. I'm not speaking just for myself. I mean, to have someone like you, so so selfless in the community, kind of, you know, just so involved and in doing stuff for youth sports, and you know, it's not like you you know you're getting paid a lot of money or anything for it. You're just doing it for the love of, 
helping people. I mean, that goes a long way. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people that grow up, I mean, you're, you're an influential person in their life. So I can't thank you enough. And I'm sure that's coming from a lot of people, not just for me. So well, I appreciate that. Um, let's see, I have a couple of questions here. I know you made the favorite. Mem- where's your favorite memory at railway? Do you have it? Oh, well, it's got to be the uh, the uh, championship run when we went to Williamsport. That was uh, that was really special. It was totally unexpected. I, I, I started there in uh, 1977, and every year people said, oh, we're going to Williamsport. And I said, no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> and I and one year we that, did. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, my cousin telling me, he's like, that team's good. They might go to the World Series. I said, Are you sure? I mean, I don't. And then sure enough, they made it. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to even think that they would be one of the best teams in the entire country and in the, yeah, in the world. It, it was they had so much pitching that, that they might have even done better under the rules now mm-hmm. because uh, you know there's a, a limit to the number of pitches you may throw. Oh, now there's a pitch count. I yes, know that. yeah, uh, for quite a few years now, but but the, it wasn't in effect when when we played and we had we had we used three pitchers, but we had six pitchers uh-huh. on that team that 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 yeah, could, could have done the job. And, uh, well, he was the ace, right? Miranda. Uh, I would Alex say he, the Stefano, Miranda, and Mailing was was close behind, and um, Ridge. Ridge. Was oh, that's right. One. Yeah, Jeff Ridge. Yeah, I remember that year because the Stefano. I think he he had like twenty three straight strikes or something yeah, in the one game. Yeah, yeah. I remember they uh, seen that. Amazing. Now. <clears throat> Um, let's see here. You, you you studied the the organ. How many hours do you play a day? Um, I usually go into to uh, the church and uh, not usually not more than a, more than an hour. Um, but mo- most days I, I I try to stay in shape. I go over music for the service, but uh, I also uh, do a recital uh, each. October, um, been doing that ever since I retired, uh-huh. uh, and uh, it's it's probably good for me. Every once in a while, I think my skills are declining a little bit, but uh, I have to practice a little bit more. I can't see as well as I used right. to, and uh, but but um, it's it's still been working out pretty well. the The recitals have been going pretty well, and we've. Uh, we have a combined choir of, of uh, people from the area who, who come in and sing, and Kathy Zimmerman directs the choir. Nice. Um, and and uh, it's 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 a nice day. Uh, it's a lot of work for me, but uh, it's some it's something that I should be doing. Now, what's what's the difference between? Is there a big difference between the organ and the piano? Uh, there's a lot of differences. The the keyboards are basically the same, but there are more keyboards on an organ. Are mm-hmm. uh, on. Uh, all organs are different. You, you'll never, they're like snowflakes. There's no two right. organs the same. Uh, and the organ in my church, there are three manuals or keyboards, uh, and there's a pedal board. And, of course, you have to be playing uh, with your feet at the same time you're playing with your hands. That's probably the trickiest adjustment you have uh-huh. to make. But then there are also stops, so you can be very creative with the kind of sound you get. Now, is that, a, is that a cool feeling when you're alone in the church? And I then, love it. And you just... I, it's, 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 
it's a it's a feeling of power too. Right. It's a very powerful instrument. This this one has almost two thousand five hundred pipes, uh, and uh, wow, it, you know they're at your command. It's a uh, I I can't understand that more people. I, I think a lot of people still study piano, and for some reason, organ has been neglected. There is a need for organists all over. Huh. Uh, uh, they're really in demand. People are always calling me. Do you know someone who can play? And I really don't. Right. Now, do you used to play the piano, the organ at Railway too, right? A little bit. Well, I had I had a little uh, I had a little uh, keyboard. Oh, that, right. Uh, I remember that. I, that. That I played. Um, I I, I kind of retired that. I had a good time with that. Oh, though. it was uh, great. Yeah. I I, I used to uh, when when the Republican used to publish the rosters of all the teams. I used to make up uh, little tunes for the re opposing people. And, oh, really? Uh, uh, usually puns on their names and things like that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Do you have those recorded anywhere? No. <laughs> no. Um, it, it, every once in a while, when, when a good name com uh, comes up still, I think, ooh, I could have played that. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there like a... Now you said all organs are different. Is there like a an organ that you've dreamed to play on, like in St. Michael's Church or something in New York? or? Well... I, no, no one specific one. Uh, the pro, the pro, the problem is, I wouldn't mind going some some place and and playing playing a different organ, but I have to use different shoes to do it, and I right. have to take them. I I wear sneakers every place except except when I go, go right. to play the organ. I have to I have to put these shoes on with leather soles and heels. Oh, so and, you can't uh, use you can't wear sneakers doing it. No, no. Well, I mean you could, but it would be really sloppy. It, your your feet are too wide. You have to keep your feet narrow to to play. I you actually play with the inside of your feet. Oh. Uh and also the leather slides on the pedals uh where the rubber would stick to the pedals huh. and 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 you'd have uh, a problem there. Now, did you ever walk in and see someone playing on your organ? What, what would would that make you a little nervous? Playing the organ in my church? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Sometimes, you know, I would I would probably get like really possessive and be like, "Oh, watch <laughs> it," you know. No, uh, you're you're not going to break it. Right. <laughs> it's it's uh, but and and it's actually good for it to be used. Now, do you know when it's if it's out of tune? Yes. And then you have to, does someone come in and tune it up? Yeah, it's it's usually tuned twice a year, but occasionally I've had issues, and we we they uh, people we deal with are very good about coming in and taking care of it. And of course, other things happen. Uh, certain notes maybe don't respond. There might right. be some dirt in a pipe, and and it, and it throws it off. Or um, things things happen. It, it, it's it's an expensive instrument mm -hmm. to maintain. Now, what's like uh, what's like the Super Bowl for you in terms of church playing the organ? <laughs> you mean like the big event that you get really excited for? Well, we have four services Christmas Eve. They're they're uh, they're right. pretty big. I, I guess the biggest one that I get excited for is my recital. Uh huh. Uh, and of course, Easter, Easter, and Holy Week are are big too. Right. Um, Easter, Easter. We used to have three services. Now we have only two on okay. Easter. But, but uh, they're they're well attended. You know, church attendance all, all around is is down. Right. And certainly the case in our church. But, but uh, um, Easter, you see a big crowd. Yeah. I I like I didn't realize you play that much with your legs. So I imagine if you play for a while, you're you're pretty tired. Um. More more than anything, my back has been tightening up because mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a backrest, and right. uh, and uh, I noticed that uh, that 
that's causing me some some trouble. Uh, I don't get physically tired. It becomes mentally tiring. Like the four services on Christmas Eve become mentally tiring. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. I, I had uh, Ron Stabinski on a couple months ago, and oh, he was talking a, about... Oh, man, he... He's in another world. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's I mean, tremendous. he was talking about, like, just, st- like, I guess he had tendonitis in his fingers. Uh-huh. And he was saying that he had to basically take, like, a different way to hit the piano, the keys, and stuff like that. Well, one thing about the organ is you, you don't have to press the keys as hard. The, okay. The, uh, the, uh, the piano is touch sensitive. So uh, if you touch, touch the key just lightly, it'll play softly. If you hit it hard, it'll play loud. An organ, it doesn't make any difference uh, because the, the, there's just an impulse sent right. to the pipes. So, uh, so I don't get as tired, nearly as tired, playing uh, organ as I do piano. Hmm. Now, what's what's the song that when you play it? I mean, the kind of the hair on the back, you, you know, goes up a little bit. You get excited. Well, uh, the pieces of Bach excite me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm, he's. He's my favorite composer. He's without a doubt the greatest composer for organ. And in, in these recitals, uh, every year I play a major work by Bach. Uh, a lot, most of the other stuff is shorter and lighter. But the but uh, I always I always play something uh, big by Bach. Right, that's great. Now I guess my last thing is we have a, a lot of listeners who are not in the area. Do you think you could give us a few calls here, just just for I, I have so I have a. a t- Three names. I, I was hoping you could do a touchdown call just to relive okay. uh, f- for my glory days. And then uh, a home run call for Adam Kurtek for Railway. Okay. And a home run call for Adam Lipton. <laughs> All right. Now, now you have to understand, when I do baseball, I don't do home run calls. Oh, because, you, just say we, who? we just announced their names. Oh, okay. Uh, but but uh, I, I, can do, I can do a football call. All right. I'd, yeah, uh, football call would be great. Alfredo Mercury takes the ball into the end zone for a tied touchdown. 34-yard run by Alfredo Mercury, and the tide is on the board. That was great. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that my ringtone, I think. <laughs> now, one last question, too. How do you know like who make the towel? Do you have, you have a spotter here? Ken Bowler is my savior. Okay. I, as I told you, I can't see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ken Bolor has has his uh, binoculars here, and he feeds me uh, who carried the ball, who made the tackle. Uh, he is great, and he's been with me all 34 of those years. He he's slowing down a little bit, and I keep hoping that he that he's coming back right. every year uh, because he's had some health problems. But man, he's been tremendous. So he's right away. He's on the he's, he's on, right, literally on right the ball to my for left, you. and he 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 feeds me uh, every everything I say comes from him. Yeah. Just about. No, I mean, like I said, we're we're here in the press box. I mean, I, it, it's just such a great feeling, you know, looking out in the field here. I can imagine, you know, especially that first Friday. I mean, yeah. Yeah. everyone's amped up just because it's right. football season again. And just sitting here and just, you know, you said you're sitting in the same seat that you always sit in. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> I, I'm, I Hopefully it's not like, you know, like that uh, Cheers where someone sat in Norm's seat. <laughs> no, I usually <laughs> – you're sitting in Ken's seat. I, oh, okay. I, I usually – I usually have my my little green pad here because these seats are kind of hard. Right <laughs> now, has anyone used you, to go back to the organ? I know I'm jumping around a little bit. Has anyone like have you ever taught anyone how to play the organ? Has anyone ever come to you? I have I have taught a few people. Um, uh, I used to give piano lessons. I I gave that up a while ago. There's plenty of piano teachers, but if somebody asks for help in the organ, uh, right right now I'm. Uh, 
working with Tom Honecker, who is uh, mm. moving on. He'll be majoring in music at Penn State. Um, very fine musician who was, uh, he sang in my chapel choir at, at, at uh, church. Also sings in the senior choir sometimes. Nice. And I think I'm going to work with his uh, younger brother, who will be a sophomore next year uh, when Tom moves away. Is it a hard instrument to teach? Um, it's not hard to teach it. Uh, uh, Tom, do, Tom does pretty well. His, his problem is he is so busy at school. He's into so many activities. He was in state band. He was, he's in stage band. He mm -hmm. was in the musical. So he didn't have much time to practice. Uh, right. but, uh, if, if he, if he gets into practicing, he, he'll be okay. He'll be a Great. good organist. Great. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this was very insightful, and I'm sure uh, our listeners are going to appreciate it. Thank you again. Thank you. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I know um, I definitely did. Very, very interesting. And if anyone needs uh, a little snippet of him announcing my imaginary touchdown, uh, let me know. I'll get it over to you. It'd be a great ringtone, maybe even a gift uh, to someone, um, you know, just in this It'd be, it'd be a really nice thing to do. That's all I could really say. But we are back next week. We already have an interview scheduled, so we should be on time next week. And, again, if you have any ideas, please send them my way. Um, definitely following up on a lot of them, and you guys have a lot of great ideas. But I appreciate uh, the listeners, and I will see you next week. Thank you.